What's up? It's me, AGV, the go-getter, and I want to welcome you to the GCO Podcast. You see, this is a place you go to to get the pretty, the ugly, and the grind to success. There's always a story to be told and everything that glitter ain't gold. So understand this, there is no need for the cheat code when you got the G-Code. So get your notebooks and pens ready. It's time for us to get into it. Welcome to the G-Code. <laughs> You are now listening to the G Code with Adri V. Hey, my go getters! Welcome to another episode of the G Code podcast with me, Adri V, the Go Getter. That's A to the D, R to the I, V, T A G, G O G E T T A. And if you don't know, now you know. Of course, this is the podcast where you get the pretty, the ugly, and the grind to success because every story has yet to be told and everything that glitter ain't gold. So there is no need for the cheat code when you got the G code all right so get your notebooks and pens ready i just i just literally repeated the intro i got that joint down like the back of my hand (laughs) now let me get the preliminaries out of the way please make sure you are following me on that twitter instagram and facebook snapping on snapchat too at all things adri v the go-getter that's a to the d r to the i v t h e g o g e t t a also visit the website adrivthegogetter.com to get details of course hit that click click button called the blog and then you will see the entire full spread of all of the podcasts as well don't forget to subscribe on itunes spotify iheart i mean all places that a podcast live the go-getter G code is there. And know that the G code, of course, is brought to you by the Go Getter Mix as well as the Go Getter Life.com. The Go Getter Life.com is the empowerment brand that I have where I have dope shirts, sweatshirts, and accessories that is all about people being able to know who you are before they get a chance to get to know who you are. And it is being all about being a go getter, of course. All right. So make sure you check it out and make some purchases because I got some dope shiggity that you definitely should want to wear. All right, now that I got that out the way, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. All right, so it is just me on the podcast today and you know from time to time beyond just having my guests on and my featured go-getters I will talk about a featured go-getter all right in today's featured go-getter I am talking about none other than a good brother Kanye West yes Kanye the good brother ye um is out here really spreading the good word all about Jesus is king now for those who's been living under a rock uh may I come to remind you about the gentleman Kanye West, um, formerly, you know, the artist we all known as the one who says and does the most. Um, recently, we got a chance to see him in action. And what I mean, see him in action um, is seeing him really spiral out of control when it comes to his artistry you know being in debt talking about it scrambling and tweeting crazy on social media coming for everybody ranting at his shows canceling shows ranting and going to the white house being on the same side with the orange man um mr trump um who i shall not call the president um and just really seeing this man who has been this iconic figure for many when it comes to the industry, spiral 
out of control. Um, and for me, you know, I take it back to when his mother passed away and he never really dealt with that. And from there, you can just see these many different aspects of Kanye. You can see even through his albums when he jumped from album to album and concert to concert that it just became darker and darker and darker to where you really got a chance to see the fall of Ye, right? He had to take some time back. The man did some lipo. He was getting fat. Like so many different components that we can speak to that when we were watching like, yo, we got to pray for Kanye, right? So apparently these prayers absolutely work because in the words of the good, good people, prayer changes things. It's indeed, and it prayed and we prayed so much for this man that he decided to shift over to being what he called himself, um, apparently, you know, a now self-proclaimed um, the greatest artist that God has ever created. Um, and of course, he wouldn't be Kanye if he didn't get out here and boast and brag from a certain standpoint. And I honestly feel he has things to brag about. Now let's kind of go back to where Ye initially kicked off his entire career with um, talking about the particu- this particular song, Jesus Walks. When we first got a chance to be introduced to him, having such a religious standpoint, um, an idea, and also deciding to use his platform for such a purpose. And this particular song, you know, he says so much, right, throughout this entire song. But here are some verses that really stuck out most to me. Um, and I recently posted this to my Facebook because I seen another post and I, and I had to share it. But when I think about this song, I was in college and I never forget Kanye came to the university at Buffalo um, with this particular album. And I remember being in the stands watching actually on the floor watching him perform this and then I thought he was just like this amazing artist but now it's just like yo I I got a chance to watch an icon actually perform at my college but here's what he said all right um (laughs) he said um I'm just trying to say the way school need teachers the way Kathy Lee needed Regis. That's the way I need Jesus. So here go my single dog. Radio needs this. They say you can rap about anything except for Jesus. That means gun, sex, lies, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played, huh? But if this take away from my spins, which will probably take away from my ends, then I hope this take away from my sins and bring the day that I'm dreaming about. Next time I'm in a club, everybody's screaming out. You go into the chorus, Jesus walks, right? And the reason why I wanted to particularly identify and highlight these particular lyrics for this podcast is when he said, (laughs) he said, so here goes my single dog radio needs this. They say you can rap about anything except for Jesus. Now, this was definitely a big issue when he came out singing Jesus Walks and that this was going to be his song. And he really ran with this and he even performed this in in several different um, music awards. Um, People really ridiculed him for this. And he definitely took a hit. But what I love about is the fact that this particular verse plays into exactly where Kanye West is today and where he is today is when he dropped his album Jesus is King and he decided to be the most creative artist (laughs) in the work for God Um, when Jesus is King dropped I was the most ecstatic radio personality probably that there is because one I love 
the Lord. I love the Lord. Jesus is King. Jesus is Lord for me. And I really do. And I remember when I first got saved and I remember when I first decided to embark on my walk with God and I was a neophyte in the Lord. And I will never forget how radical I was and how on fire I was and how I was just doing the craziest things, right? I, I remember throwing away all my CDs and I, I remember, you remember when we would order those CDs and you would get them for like 12 in a pack for like one cent, but it was really like more than that, right? So I had, my, my CD collection was intense and they were all originals, no bootleg. I wouldn't bootleg ever. You know, DJ Clue mixtapes, like throwbacks at they finest, Funk Master Flex, and I threw them all away because I needed, I wanted to make my walk with Jesus, right? And I remember looking back like, yo, you were so radical. You were such a neophyte in this movement. You were just out here, just doing whatever, right? And as I look at where Kanye West is, he is a neophyte. He is a neo in his, his new journey and walk with God. Now, mind you, you got many people that's like, I don't know if this is for real. He just out here, you know, um, just trying to collect the check, make trying to make money off gospel. I mean, everybody makes money off of music, no matter the genre. Every gospel artist, Yolanda Adams, Donnie McKirkland, Karen Clark Shear, Kiki Shear, um, Willie Murphy, uh, Don, it's all of them are making money off the gospel. So nobody was questioning whether or not they are sincerely saved, but we decide to question if Kanye West is sincerely saved and if this is indeed something he's really doing um, for for God, right? And I'm just like, who are who are you? Who are me? But I'm talking about you. Who are me to be judging anybody, okay? First and foremost, you got a speck in your eye. Don't be trying to pluck nobody else's out. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to that. So when we talk about Kanye West, Jesus is King, like I was saying, I was so excited because I knew in that moment when Kanye West decided to make his album name Jesus is King, he strategically did that in a sense that everybody and anybody who was a Kanye West fan, an avid listener of him, a follower someone who listens to the radio, someone who cares about the hip-hop culture. Kanye West is absolutely in the top 10, I I would say, now, of current, right? And so when he puts out an album, a project, we have to support it as radio, as an urban station. We have to get behind us and we have to support it. We don't have to, but we choose to. And I knew in that moment once it dropped that everybody... Urban, um, real rhythmic, um, mix, all that. Who plays Kanye was going to have to tap into this. And they were going to be saying and speaking about Kanye West. And they were going to say, Kanye dropped a new album and it's called Jesus is King. Now, just imagine everybody having to say that. And they're saying it over the radio. So everybody is hearing someone say, Jesus is king. Now, no knock to anybody who's any religion, but Kanye West was very strategic in his placement, and I absolutely respect him for that. And the fact that he really went hard with calling his album Jesus King, putting together putting together the particular album, and then also ensuring that prior to the album being released, he went on tour with his choir which is a bomb choir. I'm mad I didn't get a chance to see them in act in action, live in action. 
but he did pre-promo of what they could expect. And when we got the album, I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed it. And so did the rest of the country, simply because Jesus is King um, arrives as his record tying ninth consecutive number one debut on a Billboard 200 chart. And Kanye West has done it again. Now, um, it's tying ninth consecutive debut with the matching Eminem still active streak for the longest in the charts. History in Jesus is King was released on October 25th via Good Music Def Jam recording and earned 264,000 equivalent album units in the US. Um, and that was just in the week of the 31st. And according to Nelson Music, of the sum of 109,000 were in album sales, where while the rest was powered largely by streaming activity. Now, um, may I say that that is impressive because for so many gospel artists, they could barely touch that. But we have someone who many people would least expect to be chosen or to be the person to be represented. And if anybody knows anything about the Bible, that is just, just how God operates in general, sis. Come on. Um, <laughs> and so I'm happy. I'm sincerely happy for Kanye West and his current state. I'm happy because he's really out here doing the work. Now, speaking of doing the work, not only was he out here on tour with his choir, but he recently took his choir to a jail in Houston where he put on an entire performance definitely gave a small sermon because you already know Kanye gonna get to gonna get the mic and he's gonna get to talking got a chance to meet and greet with these people and connect with these people and I love the fact that this particular jail allowed this to happen because they have no idea how this really has affected and supported the inmates there you know um and what I love most is what Kanye West had to say in an interview while he was there. He said, now that I'm in service of Christ, my job is to spread the gospel, to let people know what Jesus has done for me. And we can clearly see that anybody who knows Kanye and follow his career can clearly see what this transformation has done for him because it is a complete a complete transformation that I am absolutely proud of when it comes to him. In addition for him being in Houston to perform at a particular jail, he also went to go see my uncle in my head, Uncle Joe, of course, at Joe Osteen's church. Um, and apparently he dropped several different announcements, okay? Um, and what I love most is that he's able to grab the mic and to speak eloquently. And you can tell that he is in like this mental stability. He's mentally stable. And I'm so excited um, for Kanye and where he is at the present moment, especially coming in at 42 and having a new perspective in Zest and Zill for life. Now, as we talk about him even performing in Houston, apparently we can expect a Jesus is King part two upcoming. Yeah. Apparently he's in the studio working with Dr. Dre and on his Snapchat, his Instagram. I mean, he put yay and Dre Jesus is King part two coming soon. Now, for the longest, I didn't even think that his Instagram was absolutely real until he started posting things that was definitely personal. Um, <laughs> so now we know that that is a particular real uh, stat. And it just does my heart well to see that your guy is working. Now, you guys are all probably like, Adrian, why are you talking 
about Kanye so much? Well, the truth is, the reason why I decided to highlight Kanye West as my featured go-getter and to really look at him um, in this present moment is one, because I have my top five, (laughs) top five, top five, top five, my top five stories that I learned about Kanye and why these top five things are applicable to our lives in order to be successful like Kanye West, all right? So let's get into number one. Number one. Well, number one is to decide not to give a damn what anybody else may think and or say. Well, this is something we absolutely learned about Kanye West throughout the years, that he had his own opinion on himself and that he was never going to allow anybody else to detect and or determine their opinion of him. It feels like no matter what was going on, no matter who had something to say, his wife, it was his friend, whomever, Kanye went with what Kanye felt was best for Kanye. And maybe later he learned his lesson. (laughs) <laughs> and realized that wasn't the best way to go. But he still sold himself in on what is it he wanted to do. He stuck to the plan and he got it done. Now that is absolutely a trait that you want to have. In addition to just being able to see it through, Kanye didn't give a damn what anybody had to say about him in every circumstance and situation, everything he wore. And decided to say, hey, this is going to be my direction. This will also be a legacy for me. And how will I do this my way? So, of course, my first and foremost takeaway from Kanye West is to not give a damn what anybody else have to say. All right. So let's step into number two. Number two. Number two. Two things I've learned. Second thing I've learned about Kanye West is that you have to believe in yourself like Kanye West. You have to believe in yourself (laughs) more than anything in life. Even when anybody else do not see it, you have to see it for yourself. In one of Kanye West's albums, there's this interlude at the end. And he talks about the journey that it took for him to get to where he is. He's talking about how him and his mom packed up his car and they went to Jersey He talked about how, you know, he went dressed, uh, went there dressed in a certain kind of way, trying to really impress how he, you know, really was trying to sell himself as a producer, but also as an artist. And that, you know, a lot of times he got pushed back with him being an artist, but really was getting a buy in for him being a producer. But he was trying to sell himself as a package deal. Even when people were not buying into him, Kanye West, as the artist, Kanye still believed in himself and still pushed forward to still write raps, to be ready when the opportunity presented itself, to have some demos on hand, to have these things prepared, although he was still being looked at as a producer. He was ready like Johnny on a spot. And the man believed in himself so much that he continued to push. And lo and behold, he finally got his Rockefeller chain. And until this day, (laughs) the men still have that level of confidence and that level of belief in self. But now that has also now transcended to him believing in God at that very same level 
and believing in him that he created him to be who he's called to be to service the people in such a way that he is right now salute to salute to salute to yay for this okay now coming in at number three number three talk about love yes Kanye West is a true example on how to love thyself you know we talk about (laughs) believing in yourself don't give up on yourself but also one of the biggest things is loving thyself Um, one in particular is loving thyself enough to take the necessary time you need to get yourself together and I feel like that is something that Kanye West has done all right and how I know Kanye loves Kanye is that in his album Life of Pablo there is a song that says I love Kanye and it goes a little something like this I used to love Kanye I used to love Kanye I even had the pink polo I thought I was Kanye what if Kanye made a song about Kanye call I Mr. Old Kanye man that'd be so Kanye that's all it was Kanye we still love Kanye and I love you like Kanye loves Kanye (laughs) now you see exactly what I'm talking about Kanye definitely loves Kanye and I'm a firm believer that if we decide to love love ourselves more than anybody else can possibly love us we will never allow anybody to treat us any kind of way ask me how i know how you know adri well i found myself having to dig myself out of a rut in a place after being mistreated in a divorce well mistreated in a marriage having to go through a divorce Um, And realizing that through that process, before we even got to the divorce, I was not loving me enough because I was allowing certain behaviors and certain things to happen towards me and so much disrespect that if I really loved me, like I know I should have loved me, I would not have tolerated and or allowed those things to continue the way they did. And so when I think and I listen about how Kanye wrote a song, says, I love Kanye. It really speaks volumes to the fact that I love me enough that I'm not going to allow you to treat me any kind of way. I love me enough that I'm going to hold myself accountable in this kind of way. I love me enough that I'm going to always look at myself as being the best. Some may look at Kanye as pretty cocky, but I look at him as somebody now who loves Kanye because I'm finally at a place to where I freaking love Adri. All right. And that's show number three. You have to love yourself like Kanye loves himself. (laughs) All right, coming in at number four. Number four. Boom, guess who stepped in the room? And this one is right here is that you have the power to change, just like Kanye West decided to change. In the beginning, I talked about how we got a chance to see Kanye West really spiral. He went from this wild, crazy kid ranting at his concerts. But even prior to before that, just real deep in deep in hip hop, real flashy, saying I'm the best, you know, rocking out, tearing up Maybach bins and all of that with 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 Jay in the videos and drinking. And, you know, then he had this spiraling out of the ranting and going into a facility mental institution um and then coming out and finding a how higher power and completely busting down a 360 more like a 180 making a complete 
a half turn because he didn't go back to where he started. He decided to stop and start somewhere else. And I want to tell you that you have the power to change. Kanye West went from being someone who put out nothing but secular, quote unquote, music, right? Nothing but sex, like you said, sex, drugs, uh, mayhem, rapping about the many, many different things. And those things in which he talked about were completely different to the genre and the focus of what he is on now. And I want to say, like Kanye, you have the ability to change. You have the ability to pivot. And sometimes when things are going one way and you've reached a block in your life and you can't understand what's going on, why things are transpiring the way they are transpiring, what the ham and cheese is happening, you then take a step back and you're able to evaluate the situation for what it is. And I want to say sometimes we have to be willing, not even sometimes, in general, we have to be willing to take a step back from the things that we're used to being in front of for us to be able to get a good viewpoint and a glance at what others may see. And so I say that all to say it is so important to know that you have the power to change it. If you don't like the way you're living, change it. If you don't like where you work, change it. If you don't like where you live, change it. If you don't like the person that you're hanging out with, the relationships that you have with these people, change them. Be in pursuit of other things that are beneficial to you. Please understand that. Please, please, please understand that. And that wraps up your four. And I'm about to jump right into one more. Number five. And I'm talking about that top five, top five, top five, top five things I have learned from Kanye West um, and how to be successful and why these things absolutely unequivocally matter in his life. All right. Here's number five. Ladies and gentlemen, one thing I've learned from the guy Kanye West, even in his rants, his erraticness, the craziness of him going to the White House and meeting with the orange man. Number five is simply this. Like Nike, just do it. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is Kanye West didn't wait for permission to do anything when it came to him wanting to be an artist he continued to do it um, when it came to him wanting to be in a fashion world um, he just did it he decided to not ask for permission but to later ask for forgiveness um, and so was it hard for him to enter into the fashion world and he talked about the different struggles and the things that he encountered along the way and how they treated him but he still maintained he put out his line um, when it comes to Yeezys right he put out then with Nike the Nike was giving him an issue then he moved over to Adidas and since then he's been blowing it out the waters to where you have someone who's not an athlete and you're able to move and sell sneakers in such a way the man didn't wait for someone to give him permission. He literally did what he wanted to do, did it, and later asked for forgiveness. And I'm not saying that he had to deliberately ask for forgiveness from someone, but it was just like, yo, either you want me in this business or you don't, but I'm coming forward anyways and I'm just going to do it. 
and I remember his his interviews and the different things that they were saying about him when it came to him entering into fashion world. And I believe we have a snippet. Let's get into that. What I was saying is, when I had the opportunity to work with Nike, what I what I asked them to do is create a small facility for me to be able to continue to create and allow me to get royalties off of what I created. Yep. They said no. They said, we won't give you royalties because you're not a professional athlete. I said, what about the Yeezys? He said, we don't care about that. Mm. You know, so I went to a different, you know, you know, company that's going to support. Give me an office. Let me create. Let me get royalties. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's cool to be cool. But people lining up for the Yeezys and daddy not getting paid ain't going to be nothing in the North 10 years from now. Yeah. Talking about your dad used to be cool. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I got this window of opportunity I've created with my level of relevance, you know, that I've held on to for a long time. You know what I'm saying? But we see what's about. It's Drake season. We see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And they would love for someone that's as rebellious as me to somehow lose the relevance and not be the artist asked to go perform at the bar mitzvah or something like that and not be the artist that can cause lineups at the Yeezys tour store or lineups for the Yeezys they want to marginalize me until I'm no longer relevant and while I still have this relevancy I'm going to turn up and take my opportunity to be the first artist that breaks through to make long standing product so that right there of course is classic Kanye laying it down and letting you know I'm going to do it regardless. <laughs> Nike, you don't want to run with me. Now I'm on to the checks. <laughs> I'm getting checks with the stripes. Do you understand that? And that wraps up my top five <laughs> things that I learned from Kanye. Okay. And I know there's so much more I'm going to learn from him. And I'm actually going to dive more into the interviews because he's such a prolific speaker. He comes from two educators. His mama was top notch, top tier. His daddy was also an educator. So the way this man is speaking it's only right that he's even at this point in this place in his life because he was raised on principles and on so many things this is why he knows himself and he speaks the way he speaks about himself because he knows what he's capable of and he knows his level of genius and I too can acknowledge that and I'm so grateful that Kanye West is back and I feel like Ye is officially back ladies and gentlemen and actually better mm-hmm. so what's your input and your take on the whole you know Kanye West when it comes to Jesus is King um, his current state where he is what's your take some folks are still in their feelings about him going to the White House and things he had to say and of course he has some <laughs> some colorful choice words that he used even when he was at Howard for the Sunday service but I will say this you know I'm not up to debate but I would love to have you give me your input on how you feel about Kanye West and as, as I just shared how I felt about him myself alright so listen my go-getters today was the feature go-getter breakdown of Kanye West his current state what he got going on and all the great things that he is doing now to shift and change the culture and also when it comes to himself I love it I love the self-care that he's doing and I love 
love the movement that he has now ignited yet again. All right. So listen, my go-getters, what I need you to do is don't forget to subscribe, 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 subscribe to the Go Getter Mix Presents the G-Code podcast, where we discuss the pretty, the ugly, and the grind to success because every story has yet to be told and everything that glitter ain't gold. So understand this, there's no need for the cheat code when you got the G-Code. All right. So don't forget to email me, inbox me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snap on Snapchat too at all things V the go-getter. And of course, let me know your input. Email me at V the go-getter at Gmail. Give me your input. Don't forget to make sure you are rating the podcast and share, 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 because sharing is caring. As always, thank you so much for stepping in and listening in. And in true fashion, welcome to the G-Code. Be sure to subscribe to the G-Code Podcast. Find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all places a podcast lives. Also download AJV the Go-Getter app on your Google Play and or your iTunes app store for free. And always get the G-Code Podcast at your fingertips. Want to catch up on the G-Code Podcast? Well, go to www.adrivthegogetter.com and also subscribe on SoundCloud and YouTube. Remember, you can check a new episode out each and every Wednesday as we get you over the hump with the G-Code. G-code. I was born in the G-Code embedded in my blood. Matter of fact, you just triggered a level orange G-Code security threat. <laughs>